Thanks for pressing play and welcome to Lockhead on Marketing. We are the podcast, or some people call us an oddcast, for marketers, category designers, and entrepreneurs with a different mind. On this episode, let's talk about at least three meta problems with Facebook. Now, speaking of that, <laughs> my friends at Halo App are the world's first real relationship app. If you're tired of an algorithm deciding what you should see and uh, you're tired of being the product, why not communicate with your real friends in the digital world in real private on Halo App, H-A-L-L-O-A-P-P.com, or search Halo App on your app store of choice. My friends at Flow Kiosk are the leading iPad kiosk app. They're how you engage digitally in physical spaces, whether it's at the front front entrance to your building or at a trade show or in some other place where you want to connect the physical world and the digital world, capture information about people, deliver an enhanced experience, whatever the case may be, check out flowkiosk.com. Now, as Joey Ramone said, hey ho, let's go. This is Lockheed on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. Okay, so let's look at what recently happened here with Facebook and the move to calling the company Meta. There's an interesting thing here that most people don't uh, realize and has not been reported in the mainstream press. Never in history has a trillion-dollar publicly traded company launched a new category and a new point of view that is this forward-leaning. It's not happened before. So say whatever you want to say about Zuck, and we'll get into it here. But from a pure category design perspective, what he just pulled off was legendary and was textbook. And I can tell you firsthand that the number, the percentage of public company CEOs that would be a tenth as bold as what uh, Zuck just did is minuscule. I've talked to a lot of public company CEOs over my career about category design. And... Um, this was an extraordinary move. Now, that said, uh, oh, and one other thing, just from a pure category design perspective, given the fact that the new category is the metaverse, the fact that he renamed the company and rebranded the company Meta is genius. When you tie your company name to your category, you have real power. One of my favorite Smalley entrepreneur examples of this is a, ch a small chain of um, uh, burger, uh, sort of burger bars on the East Coast. And the vision was for a bar that served burgers and uh, beers with video games, old school video games. And so the company name is called Barcade. And the category design is, and this is what they call themselves, the world's first arcade bar. Arcade bar, Barcade. Metaverse, meta, tight, very tight. Now, that said, there are at least three very serious problems here. Uh, number one, Zuck ignored the elephant in the room 
I'm sure you've noticed there is a tremendous backlash going on right now against Facebook. Um, there has been uh, uh, this whistleblower who has come forward. I think she's a hero. Um, and we're now getting to see inside Facebook. Also, I would tell you on this, if you're interested in this topic, the Wall Street Journal's podcast, uh, The Journal, has been doing an ongoing series called the Facebook, I think it's called the Facebook Files or maybe the Facebook Papers. They've also been putting it in the journal as well. But if you want to listen to it as a podcast, check out the Journal podcast and look for, like I said, it's either Facebook Files or the Facebook Papers or something along those lines. But it's even more shocking than you thought. So... Zuckerberg ignored all of this stuff. And the bottom line is Facebook has been exposed to be a company that exploits you and I because we are the product at all costs in service of their revenue. And look, we all know this is what we were doing. We just didn't know how egregious and disgusting it was. And to think that Zuckerberg could get up, launch a new category and brand and, and, and do a giant demo and ignore that this is going on right fucking now is incredible. Pretending that Facebook does not have a self-inflicted existential wound doesn't make it go away. And the fact that he didn't address it is stunning and candidly shows how out of touch they are. Number two, Zuckerberg in the announcement made it clear that he's a mercenary, not a missionary. And this is where he breaks with being a legendary category designer because category designers, as you know, are on a mission. And while, listen, making money, building highly valuable companies, being economically successful is absolutely what we're trying to do here in business and entrepreneurship and marketing, of course. However, that said, the most legendary category designers and entrepreneurs and innovators over time were on a mission to make a difference. Their category and therefore their company and products were about something bigger than them. So Zuck is no uh, Steve Jobs. And the metaverse category point of view, if you listen to the presentation, if you read what they wrote, it's 100% about Facebook. They are not solving a big new problem that they positioned or articulated. They didn't frame, name, and claim some big new opportunity about making a difference for others. He never really um, uh, was able to ground the metaverse in a future that um, you and I would want. He talked about it technically. He showed us what, what, what it might uh, look like, but he never anchored it to why it matters and why it makes a difference for billions of people around the world. And our suspicion around here is why the reason he didn't do that is because Facebook and therefore the new category and the new point of view is not about us because we are not Facebook's customers. We are their product. Zuckerberg makes this clear in his founder's letter, which you can find on the internet. He starts the letter off. The first sentence in it says, we are at the beginning of the next chapter for the internet. And it's the next chapter for our company, too. This is classic mercenary talk. Me, 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 us, us, us. The new Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Never grounds it in why they're solving a big problem for the world and making a difference. And then issue number three is, 
if you start Googling around, you start looking at some of the research, Facebook is certainly the least trusted social media company. And there's a lot that points to they're the least trusted tech company and one of the most, uh, one of the most least trusted <laughs> companies on the fucking planet. And he never addresses this. He never tries to solve this problem or comfort us in any way that they are uh, trying to deal with this. So the question is, can one of the most nefarious companies in history convince the world to bet their digital, their future digital lives on a dubious, distrusted bedrock of technology from Facebook without even trying to build trust? He didn't even try it like point number one. He didn't address it. Now, Facebook is a trillion dollar market cap company. They have massive financial resources. Uh, I, uh, I don't have their cash position in front of me, but it would be well in excess of 50 billion. It might be a lot more than that. But this is a company with massive financial resources. They also have something that no other company in history has which is the ability to control what 3 billion people see every day in their feeds. This is an extraordinary power to create their own narrative and scale it. And today, evil scales faster than ever. So Zuck might just pull this off, even though he's clearly a mercenary, and this is about one thing and one thing only, which is getting Facebook to become a $2 trillion market cap company by parlaying the metaverse category into their market cap. So um, that's what we think is going on around here. We're doing a deep dive on this on Category Pirates. I would encourage you to check out CategoryPirates.com and check out our letter on this. And uh, only time will tell, but I'll I'll tell you, around here, we find it fascinating that for the first time in history, a trillion-dollar company has pulled off a legendary new category design, and yet it's all about them, and it could be pure evil. Let's hope not, and time will tell. All right, we would like to thank our good friends at Flow Kiosk, the first iPad kiosk app. Flow Kiosk is the way to engage digitally in physical spaces. Check out flowkiosk.com. Our friends at Otranet have been building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for decades. And if you're thinking that it's time for a facelift for your website, they do a rapid relaunch. So check out atre.net today. That's atre.net. My friends at NetSuite are the number one cloud ERP system, and they are the platform you need to build a legendary business. Check out netsuite.com slash different for your free product tour. That's netsuite.com slash different. Now, I need to remind you that today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes, and this podcast is the sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network. Don't forget to consult your uh, lawyer, doctor, shaman, mystic, therapist, yoga instructor, and, of course, category designer before acting on any of today's information. I want you to know your spouse texted, and uh, she said it was okay. You can go subscribe to Category Pirates at CategoryPirates.com. <laughs> I also need to warn you that the uh, creators and producers of this podcast were clearly consuming libations. Thinking about thinking is the most important kind of thinking. And if you haven't changed your mind lately, how do you know you have one? Another newsletter I love, um, it's actually the only one I read religiously other than Category Pirates, 
is honeycopy.com. Cole Schaefer is one of the smartest young marketing minds in the world. Check out honeycopy.com today. We are produced and edited by the GOAT, Jason DeFilippo. And uh, Jason is also doing a really cool new project called The Pivoteer. We're living at a time where more than 50% of people are thinking about a job or an entire career change. And Jason has changed careers multiple times, and he's sharing his wisdom, his wit, and his, uh, his wicked tongue at um, go to Substack and search for The Pivoteer, Jason DeFilippo today. Sarah Knox and Jamie J. do a legendary technical execution, and they build Lockhead.com. Show notes by the handsome and talented GM Simon. And the thought I will leave you with today comes from French poet Charles Baldier, who said, The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. All right, that's it. Please stay safe, stay legendary, do legendary marketing, and until we're together again, follow your different.